Blog Talk Radio. Animal here on July 26, 2017. You know, here's something I'm always wondering about. You might be surprised that at my age, I'm still trying to figure out these basic questions. But I'm going to tell you, I'll admit my shortcomings. I want to know, is it true that you can never show anger in the world of business because it's going to be seen as a sign that you can't control your emotions. You know, discipline is required in business communications, and uh, maybe if you, you know, give your feelings, you show your feelings, people are going to think you're acting like a child, and you're out of control, and you can't be trusted, right? Is that what you're saying if you get angry at somebody? I want to know. Or even in your personal life, if you get angry at a lawyer or a doctor or a dentist, right? It seems to me that no matter how badly someone treats you, you have to communicate in a neutral way and suck up any vitriol you might feel, or somebody's going to say, look at him, right? And here's another point. Is it true that anger is just useless anyway? Calling people names feels like you're doing something, but you're actually accomplishing nothing at all. That's what it looks like to me, and I'm finding it very frustrating. That's why Professional people need a place where they can let it all hang out and Jerry, Jerry, places the The recruiting animal. Anyway, Hire Tool is the super hot sourcing tool, 
and it's uh, taking the recruiting world by storm. Today, I'm going to try using a lot of short commercials rather than just very long ones. I'll have some long ones, and I'll have some short ones. And uh, today's guest is the man uh, everybody loves, I think, super sorcerer, Dean DaCosta. Dean, are you here, Dean? Dean DaCosta. Yes, I am. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming, Dean. It's an honor, okay? Uh, let me ask you something, Dean. Well, first, I want to give sure. your Twitter address. It's D-E-A-N-D-A-C-O-S-T-A. The Dean DaCosta, one word. Dean, are you a thought leader or an influencer? <laughs> That's a good Damned question. Damned if you do. Damned uh, if you don't. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I just love how we come out of the gate with that. Um, I don't consider myself either. I just consider myself a guy that's been doing it a long time and wants to help others be able to do it. So they're not right, in the position I was when I got my first job, which was, here's your computer, okay. do it. <laughs> so. Okay, here's, here's the thing, though. You, you're, you've brought your son into the recruiting business, the sourcing business. I'm right about that, aren't I? His name's Jeremy yes. DaCosta. Am I right? Yeah, it was a beautiful picture. I think Joe Weech took a great picture of you two guys uh, at a, a conference recently, and I posted it uh, on the show page. Uh, so you must think, to me, it seems like recruiting, you know, in five or ten years, might be non-existent because everything's going to be automated. Why are you bringing your son into it? You must have a lot of confidence in the future of recruiting. Uh, well, I don't have the same doomsday mentality about recruiting as others do. Um, and, and, and let me tell you why. You're talking about AI, obviously. Uh, that is the big thing out there. I got the opportunity to do a little test against an AI. It was supposed to be a great sourcing tool. And we both went after the same thing. It found 50 people. I found 100. It's 50 people were great. I found those same 50 plus 50 more that were great. And I did it just as fast. AI is great. Okay. Don't get me now, wrong. It I, does save time. While that's going on, I could have been doing something else. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying AI is not great, but AI is far from perfect. It's built by humans, so therefore it can't be perfect. And AI still isn't going to be able to do everything. You've got to remember, recruiting is part, as much as I hate to say this, is part of human resources. The main word in that title is human. Someone still has to call these people. Someone still has to look at the results AI gets and make sure it's accurate and decide which ones are the best, which ones are the ones you want to go after first. AI yeah, can give you okay, a lot of Maybe I should interrupt you. This, maybe that, I should this, interrupt that. you. Hey, stop. No speeches, okay? I have to stand it. my own stuff with... I have to stand my own stuff when I go out of the supermarket these days, okay? So, he is I don't know, machines can do... I don't, he yeah, he does. Thinking. He was getting in, he was getting into it way too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyway, he, he kind of warms kid up. In. He kind of warms into it. Okay, he, he, he's putting his skin into he's putting his skin into the game. He doesn't want his kid to live in his basement forever, and he doesn't want to have to pay his way for the rest of his life. So Who I'm does? saying the dean has. Yeah, well, I'm saying Dean has shown us if he's brought his son into recruiting uh, and sourcing that he thinks there's going to be a place for recruiters, uh, certainly for the next 10 years at least, okay? That's the answer I, to that I, question. I do. Uh, I just think what we okay. do might change a little, but there will be a place. Yeah, okay, Dean, you said, okay, you know what? First of all, I remember Amy got mad at me because I said she, she said, uh, put, yeah, she said, put me up against Watson. I said, she said, I can beat Watson. Well, it sounds like you're saying the same thing. You can beat Watson, or I'm as good as Watson. i got to tell you, even if you're as good as Watson today, you're not going to be as good as Watson tomorrow, okay? 
there you go. That's my that, answer. That may or that 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 may may that may or may not be true. We don't know, but the reality still is someone still has to reach out to these people, and that's part of recruiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An email, an automated email, is going to reach out to them. And you still just have ignorant to talk dummies. to them. Hold on, let me. Invo- I got an audience. I have to keep them involved. Watson is a computer. Okay, okay? IBM makes it. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Wake up. If you, don't, if you don't know that, shame on you. I got a next question. Is Jim Durbin here? Jim Durbin. Doesn't sound like it. Okay. Nope. I, I always give a plug to Jim, and I'm going to do it today. <laughs> Jim's got a class called Sourcing Work Lab, and it's every Monday uh, afternoon f- online for a reasonable rate. And there's some other good people, too. Uh, J.T. O'Donnell was on just a couple of months ago. She's also got an online uh, recruiting class with Ed Nathanson, and I saw they've got videos on YouTube. They're, they're also smart, just like Jim. You know, they're smart, good communicators. I'm wondering, uh, somebody asked on the other day, she's got a new recruiter on her team, should she send this person to a, a conference, a big conference? Uh, and I want to know from Dean, who goes to all the conferences, it seems, uh, if she should send her person to a conference or take an online course. Uh, Jim's class is called Sourcing Work lab.com sourcingworklab.com which what what should that person do dean well to be honest with you i think it's both um because there's there's certain the the training online is great i mean you're going to get to see a, someone who's really good at what they do work through specific uh job descriptions usually ones that were provided by people that are going to be listening and get to see how they think and what they do and how they will find the people that need it. So that's great. But it's going to be very, you know, focused on those particular job descriptions and very focused on whatever methodology they're using, whatever tools or whatever sites they're using. Whereas when you go to a conference, you're going to get to see a wide diversification of things going on. Uh, at the last SourceCon, you could go to one one part where it's AI, another part where it's about tools, another part where it's about scraping, another part. And so... I think it just uh, allows somebody to get a wider breadth of You know what? Let me knowledge. interrupt you. Okay, just liven it up. Dean, I didn't expect this. From, you know, I said I'm not going <laughs> to ask Dean a lot of tool questions. And, well, you know, that seems it. to be his forte. I don't need no. these speeches, and I don't need, I don't need mealy-mouth answers either. I said, what's better, a conference or the classes? Oh, I like both. Both are good. <laughs> That's not an answer, okay? Sure it is. I say the class. No, and I say the classes are better, and here's why. You know, you go for a couple hours or an hour and a half. That's what you absorb as much as you can remember. You go to a conference for a whole day. It seems exciting. You can't take everything in. You go home thinking, oh, yeah, wow, there's a lot of great people in the world, but I'm not one of them because I can't remember anything. You know, (laughs) that's what happens at a conference. Okay, Dean DeCosta can do it. I love this presentation. I love Dean's presentation, but I'm not Dean. Okay, you know what? I want to do an ad right now, a new kind of ad. Who's Who's my sponsor? PC Recruiter. Who's my sponsor? Hire Tool. Okay. Email read notification tool. Email read notification tool. Do you you have a tool that tells you when someone has read your email, Dean? Yes, yes, yes. What, what what do you recommend? Uh, this is back in your real territory. What do you recommend? 
No, I my no, it's not my only t- real territory. It's just one of them. But anyway, it's a Chrome uh, extension called Geo. You just proved it. What do you? No, you can't ask about a conference without mentioning tools. It's just not the way it works. Anyway, getting back, it's called uh, it's called uh, Geo email. I'd have to look up the exact mm-hmm. title. The reason I like it is not only do I get notified when it's read, I get notified where it's read, what and what device it was read on. What do you mean so where it's read? What, 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 it actually will tell me exactly what device it was read on. So if they read it on their phone rather than their computer, I'll know. And it tells me where they were when they read it. Meaning read what it city? In the what <laughs> city read it in the they toilet. were in. <laughs> what city they were in. What city they were in when they read it. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, boy. Okay. Yes, yeah, it is. Right. I'll be doing okay. a video blog on it probably this week. I have a question about that. If you've got a... If you've got a, a tool that tells you when a, an email has been opened, and you go and look at that email again, does it record your own viewing as uh, you know email viewed? It could. No, not unless when they not no, not unless they reply and put a and have a tool that doesn't. Then I read, and then it will tell them no. It's only one way. Yeah, no, actually, but don't they have to have their thingamajig turned on for that to work? Geo track no. email tracking with geo locations, what it's called. They don't have to have anything turned okay, on for that to work. No, 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 no I was wrong. Dean was own... right. Dean was right. I was okay. wrong. An action, an action has you... to be taken on the email beyond opening. Once it's open, you... that action has been taken. And then okay. they don't have to have but any kind I, of if I open the email, on. If I open the email myself, let me, please, somebody let me talk, okay? If I open <laughs> the email myself, it, it doesn't record my viewing as email right. opened. I won't be mistaking my own viewing for the targets viewing. Is that the case? You send if you send the email to me, I open it, it's my action that causes it. You can't you you didn't receive the email. If you included yourself for office filing purposes, you send it to me and yourself, there would be two uh-huh. openings of that. Now if you yeah. for but if was, I go into the, my sent here, Alan, here, here's my question. I, I, I'm beating this to death. For I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I apologize, everybody. If if I go into my sent emails and I open it myself, is that going to record a viewing by me that I'm going to mistake for a viewing by my target? I wouldn't imagine so because it is not sitting in the inbox. No, it won't. Okay. And, this, and FYI, this particular tool – Will actually has the uh, option to say if you decide to send it to yourself at, at as well to ignore you or not. Oh, nice. So you can just basically okay, ignore it and not get it. Otherwise, what you'll do if you don't do that is you'll get two emails back with the yeah. information about it was open, here's the date, here's the location, here's the device it was opened on, which I particularly like the ge- knowing the device. Yeah. The it, it gives me money? information. Uh, no. The At least that hasn't cost money? me money yet. No? No. Yeah. It's free. Okay. Okay. What is it? Okay. If I it's was geo email tracking yeah. with geolocation, it works with Gmail, by the way. FYI, it does work with Gmail. Okay. I'm going to be there. I'll be there after it, the show. Okay, and it identifies even Marie. though. Okay, it identifies even though you don't have a tracker or you don't have your geo thing turned on. And, well, first you know of how it asks yeah. you. You know, do you want to yeah. identify your location? What it'll do is it automatically tries to do it based on you having your geo tracking on, which on cell phone most people do. Uh, if they don't, but can't you turn that off? If not, what it does? Well, yes, you can. But if you turn it off, you usually turn it off 
most people usually will turn it off for everything or nothing. It's one or the other. Humans are creatures of habit. I'm not, not all of them know how to make it so only certain tools have it and certain don't. They just don't think that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But if for some reason you do have it off, what ends up happening, at least according to the uh, documentation I read, is it will basically, because you know when it sends email, it goes from one server to another server, it will basically mm-hmm. give the location of the nearest server to when it was finally open. Oh. Yeah. So either way, you're getting something you know, pretty I, good. I, mean. I don't know why, Maureen, you're dwelling on this. What difference does it make? I'm what just interested in location. Did? I'm interested in location. Trust because me. it gives you a piece of data that's very that's interesting. Right. You send the same person yeah. an email all the time, and you find out they're always opening it on their cell phone, and right. it's always at particular times and always at this. That tells you something about that person. Mm-hmm. Right. What? What? <laughs> Where they are. Well, it tells you it tells you they're on the go a lot. It tells you that they do a lot of work off their cell phone. It tells you that they seem to go to the same areas, the same locations, the same. T- There's a lot of information you can really gather from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it seems a lot of unimportant information. Let me move on. But first, who's my sponsor? PC Recruiter. Who's my sponsor? Hire <laughs> Tool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And everybody. You serve two you know, masters. You serve two masters. I got the fabulous. I've got the fabulous Dean DeCosta here. I know Jackie. Mm-hmm. Jackie, what's Jackie's? Uh, Jackie Clayton Forrester. Okay, she's got the you know, extended name. Maureen Sherub, yep. the great Maureen Sherub, another fantastic sorcerer. Yep. Alan Fleur. I won't spell his last name. Anybody else who wants to say hi? Who's on the line? Well, I will. Talk? Why don't you spell his last name? Takes too long. Didn't I say Maureen Sherub, one of the, the greatest sources Floor, in the world? F- Didn't I just L- say that? You are. Hey, I'm here. This is Michael. Michael who? Okay, great. Michael I'm on, Scott, but I'm on a okay? train, so. Michael who? Oh, Jim. Jim, I can hear you for once, and we actually did a plug for you, sourcingworklabs.com. Oh, Worklabs. Com. I'm on a I'm on a train. Okay, though, let me let I me. I can believe let, you can hear me. Okay, I can hear you fine. I can hear you better than usual. Now you're telling me you're, you got an excuse. Okay, here, Dean. I just got this term. Right. I've never heard it before. A 9/11 call. Have you ever got a 9/11 call or 911 call from a, a placement? You place somebody in your company. They call you up after a month. Hey, Dean, this is awful. It's not what I signed up for. Have you ever had that? I, no, I personally have never had it, but I have heard others have had those. Yeah, and okay, I don't want to malign your company. Let's pretend it's not from your company. What would you do? Um, well, you, you know, you take the call and you find out what's going on and why. Um, sometimes it's nothing more than panic on their part. Sometimes it's overreaction. Sometimes it's legit and there's something weird going on in the company you didn't know about. So you listen to them. And then you go from there. You take whatever appropriate action is is necessary based on what they say. You know, a lot of times, to be quite honest, it's nothing more than panic. They're just like, oh, my God, this is happening, and I, I don't know what to do. Take a breath. Think about it for a minute. That's all. It's, it's a lot yeah. of, you know, yeah. you got to understand, carriers are a lot like children in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. What do you mean? And they will panic. What I mean is, you know, you put a child in a situation that is – different, new, and they in some way, shape, or form panic, whether it's they they sit and do nothing and look like a statue because they don't know what the hell's going on, or they start whining and crying and throwing a temper tantrum, and usually it's just nothing more than them not knowing enough or them just reacting without thinking. 
So you just calm them down and okay. say, and now calmly tell me what's going on. And usually by the time they're done, they figured it out and realized that they were panicking for no reason. Really? Oh, you sound so optimistic. Here's what I'm imagining. Dean, nobody welcomed me when I came in. I sat there for an hour, and then I had to go looking for somebody. <laughs> I've been here two weeks. I don't have a desk, and no one's given me anything to do. I'm just hanging around in the broom closet. Okay? There's serious things. You're brushing it off too easily. Okay, let's move on. Okay? Do you use ducks? Do you use duck soup? D-U-X soup. D-U-X not anymore, soup. but I, not any not anymore much, but I have before. <laughs> Why do you I use actually it have, anymore? And I don't use it much anymore is what I said, number one. And number two, I do okay. have it. I mean, it is one of my one of the plethora of Chrome extensions I have. Uh-huh. But last week, I heard about it from Tyron, who was here last week, and he said it's fantastic. And I, I didn't understand why he thought it was so good. You obviously thought it was good at one time, and now you're not so enthusiastic about it. What what happened? Um, it just I, I it's not a bad tool. It does what it does, but there are other tools that can do what it does and more. What okay, it tell us about it. Just those. boils down to that. Go ahead. Well, higher tool is a great example, example of one. Hiritual. I mean, your your sponsor is a great example. It can do most everything Duck Soup can do, and then more. Most importantly, I don't have to be signed into LinkedIn. I don't have to be on LinkedIn. I can be off LinkedIn in Hiritual's desktop, um, whatever they're calling it, desktop or whatever, and do everything I need to do. And I can leave notes, which is one of the advantages of Duck Soup, is you can leave notes. And I can leave notes on anybody I find, which could include um, – Anybody from anywhere, and so it's just, it's not that notes, bad tool. Notes, it's right just, on, you mean, oh, I, 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 please give me a chance, Dean. I, I, let me guide you just a little bit. I know you're smarter than sure. me, and you know so much more than me, but this is my show, okay? I know, I okay, know. you're first, duck, folks. Me, 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 me. Duck Soup, it lets you make notes. D-U-X soup. It lets you make notes right on the LinkedIn profile page. But what he liked about it was something completely different that I didn't know HireTool does. He said it will go and view a bunch of people for you and, and make them think that you're looking at their profile, and then they'll come back and check you out. That's what he used it for, uh, a form of marketing. Mm. That's what he would. That's what he liked. About okay, so okay. HireTool doesn't do that particular part, but that particular part can get you into LinkedIn jail. Okay. What's oh, you the, can't, what's eh? the okay. point of? What'd you say? I was just thinking, what the hell is the point of? Oh, I'm going to look at him so he can look at me, and then we're going to be in a relationship. Okay, human human nature. It, it's a human nature thing. If someone looks at you, you look back at them, and inevitably, if the odds are much better that they'll find a reason to connect with you. If they connect with you, that means you now have direct access to everybody they know. If they're a Java developer, they probably have a bunch of people that are connected to our Java developers. That's basically what the idea is. It's a, it, it's a very old strategy. There are probably two dozen tools out there that can do the same exact thing, um, some better, some worse. But the reality is with the new LinkedIn user agreement, they can also put you in jail because what they might do is view too many too quickly, and LinkedIn will say you're a robot and automatically put you in LinkedIn jail. Lock you down. Which means you go through holy hell okay. trying to get out of it. You will, yeah. but it'll take a while. How, how do you get out of LinkedIn jail? How do you do you get – once you're in there, how do you get out, Dean? Well, you email them, tell them you're in jail. Uh, they tell you why you're in jail, or at least 
what, what they'll tell you what they say they're telling you why you're in jail. You'll never know the real reason. And then you beg, plead, give up your first and second born kid, your driver's license, and everything else, and they say, okay, we'll let you out. I'm only being half going a second time. Yeah. What if well, you go in a second I, time? I don't know. I've never been in a second time. I've only been in LinkedIn jail once in my life about two years ago and ended up being their mistake, not mine. I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't Are you serious, in. Are you serious about say, the driver's license? I don't know. I haven't. Back then they didn't, but I've heard from several people who've been in LinkedIn jail yeah. that you had to provide some type of ID to get back on. Right. That's what driver's I've heard. Driver's license yeah. or passports. Right. And, and passports, people are sending that stuff. Forget that noise. Okay. I know. Scary, scary, isn't it? Yeah. Next topic. Who's my sponsor? PC Recruiter. Who's oh, my God. sponsor? Hire Joel. Moving on. That's like the sorbet. You know, if you go to a big dinner, apparently I've never been to that kind of dinner, but they give you sorbet in between the courses. That's my sorbet. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what sorbet okay. is? Do you yeah, know what sorbet it's, is? Uh, it's like ice cream, right? It's a... Uh, Sherbert. <laughs> we call it Sherbert here. Okay? It's a cleanser. Mm-hmm. It's really it's good. That's yeah. all that matters. Cleanse your palate. Cleanse your palate. Right. Does anybody? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going like to ask a question. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask a question, but but okay. Uh, I want to know if Dean, were you a good recruiter from day one? Uh, but first, does anybody else have a question? We got a lot of people on the line. Anybody want to ask Dean a question before me? Go ahead. Shoot. Just shout out. You got Dean DeCox here. Just, just curious, Dean. Michael um, Yes. Uh, would you be able to, with Hire Tool and maybe a, a few others, be able to very easily drop LinkedIn and and maybe some others? But what are the the essential few for you know sourcing and engaging candidates? Hey, that's two questions. You only get no. I'm joking. Um, first. <laughs> First, first things first, I'm, uh, the answer to the first question about LinkedIn is I can neither confirm nor deny whether I could or could not but um, because I don't want to get in trouble with LinkedIn. But, yeah, I probably could get away without LinkedIn if I had the right tools, um, at least for now until LinkedIn finds a way to stop Google from indexing. Uh, yeah. Those tools, for me anyway, hire a tool. Um, because I'm a big pro in having more than one tool that can do the same thing, I would probably still want to have Profit, even though it doesn't work on LinkedIn. It works everywhere else pretty much. Amazing Hiring, uh, those three would be good for my contact info. And then I'd want Data Miner to scrape because scraping is very, very, very important. I and then I would want to put you in LinkedIn jail. That's going to put you in LinkedIn jail for sure, any form of scraping, right? Right, but I'm not saying I'm going to be scraping LinkedIn directly. You got to remember, okay. with HireTool, okay. you can okay. search in LinkedIn and and do and basically it's a Google mm-hmm. you're X-raying in, which is totally legal. And I can use DataMiner to scrape that info, and that info gives me their name, where they work, and their LinkedIn URL, which I can then upload to HireTool or Luxo, which is another great tool, especially if you need a ATS or a CRM. And then it will go ahead and fill in all the other information I need: personal emails, location, everything. So. Yeah, it, 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 scraping is still a very, very, very important tool because it allows you to great, get information to put into tools to get more information. So those are that grouping is probably my is probably my main grouping of tools. There are sites that I would want to have access to because I think they do a lot of really, really great things, like Elucify. Elucify is a great site that lets you target specific titles and people in companies, and you get their name, their title, their 
what they think is their email address, and then their URL. And then I'd want twofer, T-O-O-F-R. If I had just those tools, since the sites are, I'll always have access because they're free on the net, I could probably do, as a matter of fact, I know I could do a really good job. Because to be quite honest with you guys, I haven't signed into LinkedIn to do anything other than check my email in probably six months. Question. But hold on, Dean. Let me ask a question. When I search LinkedIn from outside on Google, after I look at a profile, it, it forces me to sign in to see the full thing. You want to see the full thing? You've got to sign in. Yeah, but you're doing it in a different – you see, I don't have to – okay, I understand what you're saying, and you're correct, but you're assuming I need to sign in to see the whole profile. If I put together a really good string for, say, Java developers with Hadoop and blah, 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 in Seattle, if I've done a good enough string, I know the results I get back are going to be good. I don't need to do anything more than look at that four or five lines that Google tells me to let me know that, hey, these people are probably pretty good. I can then scrape that. I can then stick it into Hyachal or Luxo and have it find all the rest of the information for me, which will end up being a nice profile where, where they're working, um, their names, their company, email addresses, phone numbers, if possible, and everything. And that's really all I need. And then from there – it will also find me other social sites. So it might find me their GitHub. If they're a job developer, they're probably on GitHub. So it will find me their GitHub profile, which I can get all the info off of. People mm -hmm. think that – and this is going to get me in trouble with LinkedIn. They, people seem to forget. LinkedIn, while it's a pretty good tool, um, and, and I'm on it, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. There's 500 million users on it. 20% of them are fake. And what people forgot in the last user game, they even admitted they create fake profiles. It said right there, we do at times create fake profiles for whatever reason. So finally they've admitted that there are fake ones on there. They did admit that. That 500 where? million goes down to 400 million. Then where did they admit that, Dean? Where, where are they missed it? Where? In the, look in the new user agreement. They actually admit it right at the bottom. No kidding. Of course. Yeah, well, why do you can think you, they Can made you get that out and put it up? I'd like to see it. I've, I mean, I've I can go look I've written, I wrote a blog about it that was posted on my blog, on, rec on recruiting blogs, as well as on SourceCon. So I've already put right. it out there, and I've mentioned okay. it on Facebook quite a few times. But people are so – LinkedIn was smart. When they put their user agreement on, they made sure that they made a big deal out of the – we're keeping an eye on Chrome extensions and in LinkedIn gel so that they could sneak that other thing in there and nobody would notice. And nobody's noticing. And I think it's hilarious because it was so smart on their part. It, it, it made me really realize, wow, LinkedIn's a lot smarter than I it thought they were. It seems irrelevant to me. I, I'm not surprised that Maureen is interested, but it doesn't seem important to me. Okay? It's, very I relevant. it's very relevant. It's very relevant. Let me explain to you why it's relevant. When you, got five, when you say you've got 500 million users and 20% of them are fake, that means you just, you just embellished 100 million people. That's huge. Yeah. Then you add in the number of people that have more than one profile that you're not supposed to be allowed to have, but again, they admit that some people do. Now you're down to 320 million. Then you, mm -hmm. get, then you take out the profiles that don't have enough information to know what the hell their name is. Now you're down to 280 million. So their 500 million users dropped to 280. Look at Facebook, 2 billion users. Do the same math, and there's still 1.2 right. billion users. Where do you All think right. you should be sourcing? Question. Sorry, I got to Go get ahead. off my soapbox. Dina oh, or anybody else. First, okay? Wait, 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 wait. I've only been doing those little ads. i got to make some money for the oh, show. Jesus. I'm tired of paying for it myself. I paid for the show for nine years myself, okay? Let's oh. do an ad. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. You know how a joke is 
okay. You, you know how a joke is funny the first couple of times you hear it? Then after you've heard it 20 times, the yeah. unfunny people, they get that joke and they start beating it to death. That's what yeah. happened to size matters. I told you last week, I promised I wouldn't tell you again, but you know what? I am going to tell yeah. you. You see it everywhere. Size matters. Size matters. But if PC yeah. Recruiter... Size doesn't matter. That's true, Maureen. Thank you. You know why mm-hmm. size doesn't matter there? Because big or small, they fit them all. Big or small, they say, <laughs> we fit them all. You could be you could be a small company. You could be one solo recruiter at home. Their software is good for you. You could be a giant company with tons of recruiters, and their software is good for you. And not only that, they take good care of you. They don't just sell you the software and say, this is good for you. If you have a problem, they want to cuddle you. They want to love you, okay? Everybody gets good service at at PC Recruiter. Yeah. So please, go check them out at PCRecruiter.net. You can find Martin Snyder on Facebook and tell him Animal sent me so he'll know he's paying for something worthwhile, okay? Somebody had a question for Dean. Did somebody have a question for Dean? Or am I going to ask a question? Did somebody else? Well, I, uh, I, mean, I Yeah, quick question. Yeah, Alan has a question. Question ahead, is, I've Alan. noticed something on LinkedIn is if you, in relation to Google, if I Google Dean DaCosta, it shows me a LinkedIn on the results, and then I click on it, it seems that a lot of it, then it forwards over to LinkedIn. It seems like a lot of the results coming back, it says, oh, we can't find that. But if I go into LinkedIn and search for Dean DaCosta, it pops up. It almost looks like Google or LinkedIn is blocking the referred result. Has anybody had that experience? I have not as of yet. I've, I've had it happen about a dozen times in the last Now, week. it's possible, something to consider, it's possible that the person themselves made their, made their profile private, in which case, then, yes, that would be the case. But most people don't. Okay. It's estimated that 95% okay. of the people on LinkedIn are, not, are public. They're not private. Okay. I got a question for Michael G. Cox. Are you still there? Still awake? Yes, here, yes. Okay, yeah. You're busy writing bad things about me on Twitter. I know you. Okay. Probably I'm me. Just clean right now. Yeah. It's probably bad yeah. stuff about okay. me. Mike, Michael G. Cox, do you remember any of the uh, tools that Dean just told you? Do you remember any of them? Uh, hire tool, profit, Luxo, amazing hiring, uh, twofer. Yes, wow. some of them. Come on now. Well, you wrote them down. He wrote them down. Because yeah, I'm paying attention. Memory. What are you okay. supposed to do? Okay, well, I'm paying attention, too. I, I only remember Luxo, okay? Hire Tool, Don't I took for granted. Hire Tool! Who's my sponsor? Hire, Hire Tool! Tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. you got to say That was also the first one that I, I recited back to you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. You're giving okay. him a lot more okay. credit for his... <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, Dino, uh, or was Alan at? No, Alan asked his question. See, I forgot about that already. Look, were you a good uh, recruiter or sourcer from day one? Yes or no? And because uh, I've got a follow up. Yes or no? Yes. Uh, why? What was it about it? In what way were you good? Well, for me, uh, coming out of the military, um, one, it gave me instant credibility because back then everybody was like, our our soldiers are back and all that. So I, I, almost everybody would talk to me. So I was getting a very good response rate when I reached out. Well, what did you say? Hi, this is Sergeant Dean DaCosta. I want to recruit you for a position. 
They'd get off the phone no. if you thought you were a military recruiter. How did no. they know you were a veteran? <laughs> because it was in my uh, it was in my um, signature block. Your what? I always my signature block at the bottom of an email. A point of note, back when I first oh, okay. started, emails was not the primary way to contact candidates. Just as a point of note, the phone was. You know, the landline thing with the yeah. cord? Just just so we yeah. understand how long I've been doing this. Um, but besides yeah. that, when I did send emails, um, my signature box said I was a veteran. Okay. So I'm, and, and I always and, make and sure that. And that's why you were good? That's why you no, were good? I, that's your answer? No, no. That was part of the reason. What it boiled down to this is even back then, I realized, even though there were a lot more people than jobs and you could basically almost say, I got a job for you, and they'd reply, I still believed in personalizing. So I would write an email with their name. I would come up with something on their resume or whatever it was I had in front of me to connect with them. I st- the thing that they're saying, do now personalize, make it about them, I was already doing. I started doing because I was like, well, if I got an email, what would make me reply? And I got a few of them before I took my first recruiting job out of the military. And I made notes of the ones that sucked, the ones that were, eh, and the ones that got me to reply. And the ones that got me to reply were always personalized. They always made me feel like it was about me, not about what they Give wanted. me an example. Oh, 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 because I, I can't just, I, re, I read something just today. Oh, personalize it. See if, you know, what, what, in fact, I got to say, the great Glenn Gutmacher, you know, who I respect a lot, he said, uh, let me see, yeah, he said, uh, Java and ballet or something like that? Let me, let me find it in my notes. I've got it there. I just couldn't believe that he put that up there. And, okay, here's what Glenn says. Glenn, you, you can come after me after this show, okay? I know, said, I know Glenn. Number one. Yeah, I know you know Glenn, okay? Everybody here knows Glenn. He said, number one, it's uh, it's kryptonite, he didn't use that word, to use the same subject line for every recipient, okay? And I guess mm-hmm. that's because it's not personalized. He said you should personalize it, and here's his example, ballet and natural resources. Ballet plus natural resources equals your next move because you see in the prospect's profile that ballet is, is their hobby. That seems like nonsense to me ballet and natural resources does that mean something is that is that what you're thinking of um that's one type of way of personalizing it yeah i mean basically you're using something that they like that is a hobby which means it's important to them you know it's how they blow steam and you're connecting with them about that and 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 that opens the door once you connect with them and they realize you're a real person and that you actually did a little research to figure out some stuff about them, even if it's actually really reading a resume fully or whatever, people tend to be a lot more receptive to talking to you. It's just, it's just the human nature. Does anybody nature. else on the line believe that? They, they'll say, oh, here's this huckster trying to manipulate me, okay? <laughs> oh, really? He saw something on my profile. He's trying to use it to pretend he's my friend. Who else agrees with Dean and who agrees with me? I agree with Dean. Not the entire world is as cynical as yourself. <laughs> Anybody else want to comment? Maureen, do you have a comment? I know you don't send emails, but oh, you have a I'm with you, Animal. I think it's cynical. <laughs> Good. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Brown noser. Well, nobody else watched. Hey, I want to I wanna send a shout-out to uh, our great friend, Carla Porter, who I've known for so many years, and uh, she's yeah. looking for a job right now. Carla with a K. I don't want uh, K-A- R L A underscore Porter. Okay, if if you need somebody who's good in HR or recruiting uh, up in Pennsylvania, uh, what's that? Bar- Will Will's Barks or Bar Wilkes? I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, she's there. Okay, go take a look at her on uh, 
Twitter. I like her. She's got very nice hair. I met her. She's got thick, long hair. Okay. I'm going to use that in okay. my subject line. Okay. <laughs> I love your hair or what? Thick, long hair? <laughs> thick, long <laughs> hair plus Java <laughs> equals next move? Hey, there that's a placement there. Yeah, baby. Okay. okay. What was the hardest thing for you to... What was the hardest thing for you to learn, Dean? The hardest thing for me to about learn? Recruiting. Um, yeah. For me, I think, and this is going to sound really silly because it's kind of simple. For me, it's slowing down when I'm talking to candidates. I speak very quickly, and not yeah, everybody do. is, does well with that. Um, if I'm talking to somebody uh-huh. and I'm not – there's not derogatory or anything about any particular demographic. But if I'm speaking to somebody from the South, they speak a little slower, a little more deliberate, and you can turn them off by speaking too quick because they think you're from the city, Yankee, whatever word you want to use. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why when I did get ready to talk to a candidate, I would always do, you know, okay, wait a minute, he's from Alabama. Slow down, Dean. Take a breath between words and just kind of chill. Um, now, being ex-military, it was good. I lived in Alabama for a while, so I did get used to slowing I was Trust me, I'm significantly slower than I was when I first. Okay, yeah, let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. If you know what, you're, you're, you're talk, you talk fast, but you're, you're taking too much time on this question. It's not that important. You know what? That asks like that kind of answer. No, no, really. No, let me say that answer. It's like, oh, what's your greatest weakness? I work too hard. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, that's not. What what Dean tells us, he had no problems becoming a fantastic recruiter. He knew just from his own experience before how to send the best emails, and he didn't have any problem about how to approach people on the phone or anything like that. I believe it, Dean. I think you're a superman, okay? Don't think I'm putting you down. Just, you know, our people, the audience likes to hear about your struggles, you know. So they, you know, they're down there. They're not like you. They want to hear how someone raised themselves up from the gutter. How many hours do you work a day, Dean? How many hours do you work a day? Uh, Probably anywhere between 14 and 18. Really? Except the weekend. Tell us about He's got well, I, have no, I don't want to hear about it. He's got his son. I have a sleep, I don't sleep disorder. So I, don't, I have a sleep disorder. I only can sleep about two hours a night. So okay. I don't sleep much. Anyway, usually I'm just laying in bed chilling, letting my body kind of relax. But, um, no, I enjoy what I do. So to me, I don't consider sometimes it's not even really work. To <laughs> me, it's actually like my hobby. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I like going out and looking at new tools, and the best time to do that is, late at, is later at night, um, mm-hmm. because I'm not, you know, I'm not. Most of the people I work with are not working. Um, I like doing research. I like, you know, and, and and the things I do now is very unique. So it, it's not like it's something I can do in a while. I mean, I, I, the things I get now is I get a list of ten people with their first name and last name. And they're like, find out what they do, get me contact information, tell me where they live, and that's all I got is first name and last name, no other info. So and that's so, the majority you know, of your work is, is majority of getting my work contact information is fi- right now. No, majority of my work is finding what no one else can find, which basically is a long story saying, saying here's the minimum information humanly possible, find them. Kind of like well, a don't you find? Here's what I'm finding. Um, they want they want contact information, but in that finding Always. contact information, that opens up a whole world of unfindable contact information to other people. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. There's always I don't I don't know I I I do I do know what you mean but I find to be honest with you the percentage of people that you can't find anything on is so small to me anyway uh that it's really quite interesting cuz inevitably you get into this whole thing 
I found, okay, I got them. I found them. There's no contact information, but they have this username. They use it in every single site they're on. Guess what? They have an email address associated with it. It's easy to do figure out. Do you do out. directories? Yes, I do. Okay, so you do, you're calling in and, and you're getting people off directories, and you're finding people, you're finding information on those people? By the way, most directories can be found on the Internet if you know how to look for them, FYI. Most every telephone directories? Can I clarify something real quick? Every company's directory is on the Internet, but usually it's behind something which you can't get to unless you're a member of that company, unless you know how to do it. Okay. Says FYI. There is a way to do it. It's not Can we easy. clarify that? Okay, let's Dean talk about that. that. Let's talk well, about that. other people. Say again, please. Okay, hold on. i got to do I, an I, ad. I, I, I have clarify. to do an ad before Dean we Oh, you're it. kidding, Michael. Stop, stop, okay. stop, okay. stop wait, the madness. I got, uh, 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 don't make me block everybody, okay? And you know what? You're making me shout, and there's going to be people saying, I can't stand his show because he shouts too much. i got to be the referee. i got to do an ad. Hire two and won't pay me, okay? We've talked about <laughs> them a hundred times already, but i got to do an ad. Right. Hey. Yeah, they're paying for the show. I won't want to pay oh. for it anymore. Okay? Hire two. You can start charging now, What do you think sponsor means? What do you think sponsor means, Dean? You said they're my sponsor. <laughs> no, you anyway, said they're your everybody. sponsor. I haven't said Jack. No, yeah, you did. You said your sponsor, Hire Tool, does all this stuff that Duck Soup does, too. I remember that. Oh, I right. remember, okay? Ne- next Let time you appear, you tell me you want 50 bucks, Dean. Or you want a car. You want a, okay. a Starbucks car. He'll send you a 5 bucks. Uh, you you know what? Okay, car. fine. You know what? I don't five mind. 5 gets you wants, one freaking drink a, nowadays. <laughs> If Dean That'll wants a it. pound of coffee, I'm happy to send mm-hmm. it to him. But, you know, yeah. Jackie interviewed me for a half an hour. She didn't send me anything. Just not everybody gets a pound of coffee. I'm not promising everybody a rose garden, Michael. Okay. You know what? You've interrupted me enough for the last three or four minutes. You're going to mute me? Jerry's You're going to mute me? You're going to mute me? Yeah. Okay. Jerry's not here. Give me a break. No, I don't need people stabbing me in the back every show, okay? Hey, everybody. Hire Tool is a full-service sourcing tool. You t- and Dean, correct me if I'm not saying something right, okay? Sure. You tell it what you want. You tell it what you want, and it writes Boolean strings for you. Then it gives you ranked results. It gives you the results of the candidates. It ranks them. It tells you who's best for your job. It guesses at their salary. It guesses if they're ready to make a move. And I've read about this. There's all kinds of software now that, you know, checks when people change their LinkedIn profile. And even it checks, I don't know if I hire a tool does it this way, but they check your language. I can't remember who told me about that. Uh, might have been Jim Durbin. They check your language that you're using in your communications. If it's kind of negative, it's a sign that you're not happy and you're ready to go. So they'll guess who's ready to move, okay? And here's what Dean DaCosta said about Hire Tool just a little while ago. He said, Hire Tool has just updated their data finding algorithms, and it was doing a good job for me before finding emails, but now it's finding even more. Dean, do you want to add to that here? About you know finding um, emails. The only thing I the only thing I'm going to add to it is keep your eyes peeled because they've got some really cool stuff going to be coming out in the next 30 to 60 days. And you think they're good at finding emails now? <laughs> Wait, it's going to be like it's it's going to literally make you soon. But let me I'm trying to be nice. I wanted to say I a find... different word, but we got people on the line. I I don't want to insult anybody. I like swoon is a favorite word of mine. You did the right thing, okay? But I I have a question for you. 
is it better or like I find calling people at home, sending you know uh, e- you know business emails to their private email, I find that more invasive than calling them at work and sending stuff to their business email. I want to do business with them. Do, which do you prefer, the personal or the business? Well, wait a minute. How do you send a your work email to their private email? Because that's what you just said. No, I said I sent a business email. I'm a recruiter. I'd like to talk to you about uh, of this business okay, proposition. Okay, anyway, I, I don't have job. a problem. I don't have a problem sending an email to their work email or to their personal email. I prefer personal. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes you don't have a choice. The thing you got to remember when you send it to the work email is you better be real careful of your spam uh, compliance because they have spam filters and they are very. So what do you leave so out? What do you what do you what do you what do you leave out to, to so you don't go into the junk file? Well, it's not quite that simple, but one thing is don't use question marks because those are spam triggers. Um, don't mention, overly mention the words jobs and, and, and looking and stuff like that because they're, they, they understand that is, those are spam triggers because they figure they're probably uh, you looking for a job. The, the, the ones that go to the work emails are best being very simple, personalized, let's talk type of stuff. Without without getting into too much detail, because they are they, they're they're expecting recruiters to come after their people. So they've they've got their spam triggers for all the words buzzwords you would expect a recruiter to use. Okay, well uh, it's a high level, but it's good advice. Okay, um, um, yeah, yelled did, at me for getting too in depth last time. What? Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, I, no, this time I specifically asked what words to leave out. Okay, you gave us a few words. Okay, but go going back to Maureen. Maureen, just let me take that from here. Is there a technique that you want to share with us about finding phone directories online? I think that's maybe uh, too abstruse for the, you know, you're like that's PhD level sourcing, is it? Uh, it can be, but it can also be real simple. I mean, just real simple. Um, phone directories in quotes and whatever name of the company you want to pick. And just look. Believe it or not, you'd be surprised how many companies will actually have phone directories listed in the pu- listed publicly. The people don't look for them because they assume they're not there. But believe it or not, they are. There are a lot of companies that actually list them, depending on the company. Um, if that doesn't work, then the next thing is you got to do some X-raying into the company. So like um, Cycolin, I'm going to pick on Amazon, Amazon.com, and then you got to play around. But it's in there. All their phone directories are there. The question is, can you get to them easily? And simply, and if none of these simple and easy things work, the next thing is you got to go into the realm that most recruiters, probably 99.9 of them, don't want to get into, because it's it's some really seriously in-depth programming hacking type of stuff. So on that I won't talk about. But there are ways there okay. are ways to, to there are ways to do it, and some of it's just common sense because you know what? It's really interesting how many phone numbers are sequential. When I worked at Microsoft, my number ended in six two four seven. The person in the office right next to me was six two four eight. Well, that's the beauty of directories. <laughs> knows. Yeah, that's exactly. the beauty Maureen of directories. But when you say they're online, um, they're not really online. online. They're on on the intranet of these companies, so they're not. Yes, but you can get. No, sometimes they're on the extranet, but you got to find them. Like at one time when I first joined Microsoft, our directory for my team was online, easily gotten to. Easily. It's not uh-huh. anymore. Uh-huh. It can be still. That's what you that's you're what talking how many years ago. You're, you're, uh, I'll give it to you that that years ago there, it was easier to find them. But how many? Hey, Marine, the secret now is public Google. 2005, 12 yeah, years ago. Yeah, but even now, even now, 
some companies still have directories or parts of directories online. And the secret, the real secret to getting to them sometimes is not searching for them from the U.S. In other words, get a VPN and, and make it look like you're searching from Canada because it's really interesting. Companies block you from seeing certain things on their site from the U.S. because that's where they assume you are. But when you're not in the U.S., you get to see things that you can't see from the U.S., so that's the that's the real interesting okay. part about about searching. And, and, and just, I'll mention there. I, I you know what? I don't believe that that's a real advantage to go in from Canada because I'm going in from Canada. But if you want to use a, v, uh, a, a virtual private network, Opera has it as part of their. Uh, you just have to click a button on Opera, and it and it makes it seem like you're coming from another uh, that's IP the address. New, okay, that's the new version of Opera, right? Yeah, uh, the latest, whatever whatever it is. Yeah, I have okay. the new version of so, Opera, but uh, it's funky. The other thing you can do is, is use it? the ca- when it'll yeah when it'll let you is use the cached results. Yep, the way back the way use the way back machine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Way back. Well, the way back machine. How's the way back machine going to help you find phone directories? We haven't talked about that in a long time. Derek Zeller, Derek Zeller, is that your phone making the crappy, all the crappy noise right now? Because I opened up everything. What's your uh, area code? Everything's open, and one of the phones I just opened is making a lot of crappy noise, okay? And it's probably you, and you're fetching there. I've got to do another ad for PC Recruiter. Hold on a second. I forgot to do this, my sorbet. Who's my sponsor? Hire Joel. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. And also PC Recruiter. You know who the boss is at PC Recruiter? Marty Snyder. You can find him on Facebook all the time. He's a great guy. He'll answer any of your questions. The other day, the other day on my Facebook group, a guy named Stephen Schwartz said this. PC Recruiter offers a great support and features. Remember I told you, big or small, great support. You know yes. what? I have to, to turn somebody off. If that's you, Derek, too bad. That's right. Okay? You know that garbage? Who is it? I'm in the back seat of a, I'm in the back seat of an Uber, so what do you Okay, well, somebody's making a hell of a lot of noise and now they're gone. I think it was area code six twelve. Shame on you. Okay, let me do this ad. Steve, here's what Steve Schwartz said. PC recruit Okay. Let me do the ad, okay? Why is everybody against my ads, okay? PC recruiter, no, 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 no. a guy named Steve the Schwartz. Part of the show. Hey, hey, everybody, shut up. And that means you too, Zeller. <laughs> okay, wherever you are. Okay, okay. Steve Schwartz said, PC recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. That's the key word, placements. It's going to make you money. He says it's totally worth the cost in terms of the value I get back from it. And here's a guy who's going to listen to this show when he's running, and he likes to hear me say his name, Nick Mazur. I'm going to spell it for you. M-A-Z, that's Canadian, U-R. Nick Mazur. He says, we use PC Recruiter, and man, we love it. We love it. We've demoed a ton of systems. It's not like I've never seen anything else. PC Recruiter has the most robust features. Robust. That's another word I like. And here's somebody else. I never mention her name because I don't know her, but she says, hey, everybody, and you have to trust me, she really said it. I'm a solo recruiter, and I use PC Recruiter 
and I'm pleased, though I probably don't use all the functions. Hey, she's small, but big or small, they fit you all. So go check out PCRecruiter.net, PCRecruiter.net, and be sure to tell them Animal sent you. And you know what? If I didn't have to fight with everybody, that wouldn't have been dragged out so long, okay? It's the fighting that makes these ads irritating. Okay. We're almost nah, at time. So Dean, Dean, Dean. Yo. Dean, Dean. What? What? Okay. What? What should, what should we talk about in the last five minutes? I got a million questions. I got a million. Hey, well, here's, yeah. uh, you know Ivan, Ivan Stoyanovich. You know him? The Irish, he calls himself the Irish recruiter, even though he's from Croatia. Some kind of joke, I think. Anyway, anyway, he, he says t- technically this is what you need to be a good recruiter. You got to know Excel very well. You have to know about basic database management and SQL, and also basic web protocols. Do you know? Is that is that? Do you think that's right? No, it's not, not at all. Of SQL. Not these at are, all. Right. I mean, basically, basically, he he just described a, a programmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you don't need yeah. to know any of those things at all. Um, not not to say that it's not good to know them. I'm not saying that it's not cool. I mean, there's some that do, but there are only I could probably count the number of recruiters that really know that stuff at, in any detail on probably two hands, and there are thousands upon thousands of, of recruiters out there. No, that's that. No, you know what you need to do to be a good recruiter. You need to you need to be organized. You need to have a, a detective, a hunter mentality, and you need to work quickly. That's it. That's really all what? you need to be. What was the last one? Work what was the last quickly. one? I didn't hear the last one. Work, work quickly. quickly. You got to remember a lot, of these RPO, you know a lot of these RPOs, you get a job and you've got 10 minutes to submit somebody. So you've got to be able to work quick. Okay. Derek Zeller, you get the last question. Since you're always whining, I don't give you a chance. Hey, go ahead. Shoot, you got a question? Let me guess. When are we going to In-N-Out Burger? Is that it, Derek? Yeah, we're we're doing that on Monday when we're at SourceCon. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to see him anyway. You you, you don't have to ask him a question. We don't get access to Dean every every day, okay? So uh, you don't have a good question. I get access to Dean whenever I want to. Yeah, you do. Pretty much. Okay, so you don't have to ask a question. <laughs> I was giving you a chance, okay? I was giving you a point chance of, that you don't animal, point of Point of note, anybody can get access to me. All they yeah. got to do is email me. I find time to talk to or help everybody. That's yeah, true, you know, Animal. They feel like they're, bug, they're bugging you. Why? Animal, would you let him have it? I can call Dean, and he's always been open, helpful, and professional. And I would say anybody here, uh-huh. when Dean would offer to charge, he, he offered to charge a little bit to help with recipes on Data Miner. Whoever doesn't talk to this guy, get to know him. And if you don't know him, be willing to pay him and get to know him. How much you have to pay? <laughs> That's whatever he charges. Anyway, hey, okay. and, 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 and okay, really quick, so- and I'm sorry, Animal, really quick. Maureen has yep. a wonderful friend when you're talking about lists and finding people, because this particular one's a little rare. Maureen has a wonderful friend who has all the updated big four consulting directories. I've gotten them. I've seen them. Anybody doing big four consulting uh, CPA work, talk to Maureen or talk to me. I can put you in touch with the guy. He's great. He's got great prices, and the data is phenomenal. Okay. He just got some new stuff in, too, right, I heard. Right? Ross, is there any advertisers on, on my Facebook page? Okay. I wish I'd known I that before I went. It. I wish I'd known that before I took the hours to put together one myself for somebody. 
I'm going to save me hours of work. Yeah. You know, oh God, yes. Dean, you're like, mm-hmm. you know, they're hiring these, they're hiring these, uh, these autistic people at Microsoft and different companies because you know they they're different from everybody else. They work on their own. They get these things in their mind and they can look at them longer. Their attention spans last longer than the average person. Dean's kind of like that, but in a different way. He can't sleep. He sleeps two hours a day. So instead of saying, you know, I'm too drunk with lack of sleep to do anything, he stays up all night looking, <laughs> doing work. That's his hobby. It's uh, amazing. But anyway, Dean, I, I hope you come back sometime. I think the last time you were here was three years ago, and I really enjoy talking with you. So Dean DaCosta, D-E-A-N, D-A-C-O-S-T-A. The, the word is out. You can exploit this guy and call him anytime with all your questions. You know, Jerry used to put his phone number and say, call me if you need help. People called him so much, he took his phone number down, I think. He didn't like it anymore. Well, Interestingly uh, enough, while ahead. we're sitting here, t- while yeah. we're sitting here talking, I actually got I end by somebody on Facebook asking a question. <laughs> so, yeah. and I answered. You it were busy with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, while you were pontificating about our, our about your sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Pontificating. I don't pontificate. Well, maybe I do. Okay. <laughs> Michael G. Cox, thank you for your. <laughs> Thank you for your question, Derek Zeller, man. You were a big contribution talking about the in and out. Uh, I appreciate that. Alan Floor, F-L-U-H-R-E-R. I got it. Hire Joel. Thank you. PC Recruiter, thank you. Anybody else I forget who talked on today's show? I don't think so. Hey, everybody. But the show itself, I just same old thing. I, as a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got nothing from the show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career. show today. I missed it. I was uh, involved in uh, trench warfare. Man, I got to tell you, I'm... Hey, Animal, mute the person that's doing the beeping. Okay, area code 203. I'm off now. I'm going to have some lunch. What are you going to have? Don't you worry about that. Just handle your show. Hey, I'm not worried about it. I was seeing if you were interesting. Andy Gregor, I'm sorry to have... Yeah, no, uh, no problem. Uh, No, I understand. Uh, We have to take care of uh, housekeeping. Um, I, uh, you know, man, I, I, I... Sure, the guy's a nice guy. Uh, as a guest, I'm 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 just gonna say it was it was kind of on the plainer side of vanilla, pretty much. 
It really was. I mean, I, I just uh, it was. I don't. I don't remember a show being more. Uh, you know, wah wah. I mean, it's just you know, it's just kind of 